0: This Premier League Match Day 14 picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BetRivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BetRivers. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, struggling here, Buzz, 27th, 29th. Wednesday, the 29th of November, and we are here to. Pick over the bones of the Champions League um, fixtures that finished about 10 minutes ago and take you through a full programme um, of Premier League action, Saturday and Sunday, five games Saturday, five games Sunday. Um, joining me, eventually, it's been quite a long time since you were late, Barry. We, uh, once we introduced the dollar fine system, you uh, pulled your socks up, but you're seven minutes late tonight. So, firstly, get your purse out. And secondly, what the hell you been doing? Something about the chicken?
1: I'm cooking a chicken, Malcolm. Here, yeah. uh, I've got the air fryer on the go, following on from uh, last week's air fryer chat. Yeah,
0: um,
1: I've got a, a whole chicken in there, and Why? I thought it would be done by 10 o'clock. It's tomorrow's lunch, isn't it? Is it? Do you not have chicken for your lunch? Not a whole Every, one on a Friday. A oh, well, you cook a whole one, it does you for a couple of days, doesn't it? It's a Thursday tomorrow, anyway. Um. The kids oh, like chicken I'm, for their lunch as yeah, well. It's so even worse, really. They'll, they'll take it to school. So uh, I have to cook chicken. Chloe likes chicken and bacon mayo for our, uh, our lunch. So right. I'll have to cook the chicken and then uh, I'll have to cook a couple of rashers of bacon and then chop it all up, mix it all up, and make a sandwich ready for uh, for the morning. Oh, no. Nah. So until we're on school well, dinners, like. Anyway, the chicken, I've, you know, cooked the temperature. It's just. Not quite hit the 75 degrees Celsius that it needs to be, and as you know, you can't stop a chicken mid cook, Malcolm. So I've just had to let it go. Um, I was hoping it would be done, but it's still going, so you're probably going to hear some beeping at some point. Um, and then I'll go and stop. Well, it a
0: fascinating insight into uh Penaluna Towers there for everybody. Um, so what we've got tonight is we'll have a look around. We did all right with we'll our Champions League picks, Barry. I think we finished six out of eight, was it? Um, maybe six out of nine Anyway we did not bad We'll go through them ever so briefly um, And then the Premier League Breathless over the next um Couple of weeks We've got a full programme this weekend Saturday and Sunday And then we've got a full programme Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday um, Ten games Saturday and Sunday And then ten games covering Tuesday to Thursday So absolute mayhem um, no, no pause for breath at all but we'll have a little look. In fact, um, there's a couple of things we needed to get to first. Um, I think it was Brian wanted um, to know the culmination of the, uh, the, bean. the bean, Barry, the um the microwaveable bean, the this bean that saw more action, the Vietnam veteran of beans, the bean that took down, shot down more kidney beans. Uh, more tours of duty, flew more sorties in my microwave than any bean has ever done before or since. What happened to the bean, Brian, was, you know, that weekend I went to the wedding, I had to go away. Well, we left the kids here by themselves, like Macaulay Culkin. Uh, My sister popped in from time to time to make sure they weren't dead. Um, But the IT department deemed that the bean was a fire hazard, Barry. Uh, in our absence um, so the great experiment what and then threw the bean away what I suggested was she could have taken the bean out for the duration of that weekend and then put it back in when we returned but <laughs> apparently that was ridiculous so the bean is no more so we'll have to say what else we can do with any other feats of endurance with legumes uh, that's a Saturday night um, primetime programme if ever I've heard of one so yeah the bean's done um And Baz, you need to tell us something about Spotify Wrapped, although we haven't really decided what, so you can just make it up, go. Yeah, we
1: haven't, have we? Spotify Wrapped come out today, so anyone listening on Spotify will probably get like an email or a little nudge, or if you go in your app, it'll tell you your Wrapped stats, so you can see what music you've been listening to most, what podcasts you've been listening to most. Riley was the first one to share his uh, Spotify Wrapped. He's, uh, I think he had us at number four of his podcasts he's listened to, Uh, He had the NFL podcast, he had the NBA podcast, and he had MLB. So very SGPN heavy. Um, Done well to get us in the football. So we'll take that. Um, But yes, if anybody on Spotify has got their wrapped um, and you've got us in your top five, send us a screenshot, Twitter, Discord, wherever you want. Send us a screenshot. And uh, we might come up with a little uh, merch prize for, for one of you. Who has got us high up the rankings, Malcolm? There's, I've seen the numbers. There's quite a number of people who have got us as their number one podcast. Surprisingly more than I thought. Uh, so there are there are people there. If you are one of those with the uh, SGPN Premier League at the top of your podcast list, uh, we want to see it, and we'll give you a shout out on here. And as I say, we might come up with a with a prize for for one of you. Uh, come up with some sort of raffle prize. Um, I think. Uh, their, their mothership have said they'll put up a merch prize for someone So, yeah, give us a shout, show us your Spotify wrapped. Yeah, very good,
0: you're right Sean and Ryan did say that we give something away uh, Which is fun um, We've got a nice new sponsor here, Baz uh, Bet Rivers um, Is who we are bringing our show via today Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states uh, Plus Ontario in Canada uh, best Rivers is some of the best live betting markets in their space. Uh, the betting menu is second to none, including tons of props, uh, depositing and withdrawing. It's super easy on Bet Rivers. So sign up using our link and get a risk-free bet up to $500. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. If you are a problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, as it happens, Baz, on Saturday, um, I've got a job at Newcastle Racecourse and it turns out I'm in the Bet MGM suite. So it's kind of a bit of a busman's holiday for me. because I'm working, so I'm getting paid, but I'm also getting to watch the races, which is one of my favourite things. It's a very big race day at Newcastle. It's the fighting fifth hurdle, which is the first grade one hurdle of the year in the jump season uh, in Britain. Um, and I'll have all the Bet MGM high, Brass barry, all the hobnobs. So I'm going to smash into them. Uh, so by the by, tea time on Friday, if I haven't got sponsorship for this show and I'm not dripping in MGM merch, I'll be sorely disappointed. My own sales skills. Um, so I'll let you know how that goes on Saturday. But I'm also looking forward to the GG's as well. Constitution Hill's running. Constitution Hill is a monster of a horse. One of those horses that you just need to see in, your, um, see in the flesh in your lifetime. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing Constitution Hill pop the last and come up the uh, street at Gosforth Park there. Um, Slick Rick's first in the chat. Uh, Rick, good evening. There's a few other people lurking as well. So if you are there, don't be shy. Come on, say hello. Um, so we recorded on Sunday night, Barry. So we've got some football um, and some picks to put the bed between. Uh, from the, the Monday night game, Wolves and Fulham. Uh, Fulham won 3-2. I took Wolves. I still maintain I was on the right side of that. Um, the officials completely fucked it up again. Um, then Tuesday did well. We went really well in the Premier League. I proved Mahatma Gandhi wrong, Barry, by taking both the early games and winning them both. Shakhtar got the job done. Lazio and Celtic survived a late scare. That was nil-nil after 82 minutes. Then Lazio scored twice, and Celtic had a penalty overturned in injury time. Um, so for the second time this week, I've had an old firm injury time penalty shenanigans. So that one, tonight, nearly got out of it. I backed into Milan. Um, I then did see on Monday a lot of Inter fans moaning that the manager was going to make lots of changes um, to the side. So, But I was committed by then. Sure enough, Benfica were 3-0 up. And then Inter brought it all the way back to 3-3. Benfica had a man sent off. And I thought I might nick a famous win, but didn't. Um, and then Galatasaray-Manchester United, we called it. They're three away games, Barry, in this group. They finished 4-3, 4-3 and 3-3. So we were absolutely all over it. Gave out Ganatasu our team total. Um, over two and a half of both teams to score. You gave out the totals. So yeah, we've had a decent week, Barry. Profit. I knew a few people um, got involved last night. How was How um, your Uh
1: Yeah, we so started well yesterday with Shakhtar was, a, was a really fancied. Both said we just felt like the prices were far too generous against an Antwerp side who'd conceded 14 and Never looked like picking up anything in that group. Um, Tonight, Galatasaray took the over three and a half. So again, another good price. Six to four, I think it was, for over 3.5 goals in that game. Should have got up the ladder there, shouldn't we? All the signs were there. I said on the the review of it, goals, goals, goals was the way to go. Both come up with different ways of doing it. Um, But yeah, you could have gone as as far as you liked up that ladder. would have been nice. Um, Very lucky, early red card for Braga. Braga against Union Berlin. Braga down to 10 men after 30 minutes. 1-0 down in the first half. Came back to 1-1, one, one, but they always felt like you were up against it with a red card. And the Bayern game took both to score um, and nothing. Didn't see a 0-0 nil, nil in that one. Um, though I did see, you know, I, I feared the Bayern side of it a bit more. is just as to how much they cared, given that they've already wrapped up top spot. Um, interesting, in the dying minutes of that, Bayern were awarded a penalty Um for a handball, which was very harsh, uh, referee went to the screen, looked at it, and decided it was too harsh and it shouldn't be a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit different to last night's shenanigans, um, but yeah, good good week of Champions League. Um, Some good games. That Man United game was was entertaining. It was start, an absolute
0: it? madness. It could have um, finished ten ten. Yeah. Every time either side went forward, they looked like scoring. I mean, watch the first half. I had to take the bend of football. Um, and it was just insane. It was absolutely insane. Man, you never deserve to be tuned up and scored two good goals. Uh then and I think we have to mention old Andrew Onana. It's an unusual <laughs> um setup that they're employed in putting a hologram in goal. I'm not sure of the long term benefits of that, Barry. Because he's 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 got business cards that just say if it's on target, it's in. That's what it says for Andrew Onana. He couldn't keep chickens, it's ridiculous. What's going on?
1: I don't know, that second one was a discreet well, the first one was bad as well, wasn't it? Um but the second one he just throws it in his own net practically. Um it's getting comical at this stage. Um I'm sure he is a good keeper, but it's one of those things where keepers. if you get into a little slump like this, um things can spiral pretty quickly, can't if I keep as massive thing confidence wise and momentum and stuff. Um but yeah, he's looked an absolute liability from start to finish this season.
0: And then I think at some point I see, I'm, couldn't decide, Barry, whether or not we need to mention last night and the VAR Newcastle PSG. But I think probably some of the listeners will want us to because I listen to a couple of shows and I listen to them specifically when the host team gets beat. I really like it when uh, when <laughs> Chelsea get beat.
1: I've, I've already listened to the Mark Goldbridge show tonight for those three Yeah, exactly. When, when Chelsea get
0: beat, I love to listen to Andy Jacobs on Talk Sport on a Monday. And there's other shows like that. It's even a bit the same when the Giants or the Eagles get beat. You like to listen to Sean O'Reilly. So we can't just ignore it because I think people would like to hear. But I don't want to devote too much time to it, Baz, because it's just really boring. Like, we recorded yeah, yeah. on Sunday night. I'll, I'll give it 60 seconds, right? That time says 14.52, Baz. We're going to be off this subject by 15 minutes. Um We recorded on Sunday night. Since then, we've watched Wolves Fulham. Complete fucking shambles. Ten minutes after the final whistle, the referee's admitted he's got everything wrong. Um, <laughs> like, ten minutes later... Oh, sorry, by the way, we got everything wrong. No that lads, crack on. Um, and last night, we all know what happened. We all know what's got, what went wrong. The biggest point I've got with this, buzz is who wants any of those incidents to be a penalty? Take away Newcastle and PSG. If it's Swindon Town, Viacrit and Stanley. If it's Botafogo v Fluminense, if it's Pyramids FC against Arab contractors, if it's Bingham Town under 14 girls, who wants what that last night? Do the fans want it a bigger penalty? Any of them? Fans of any of those eight teams I've just mentioned? No. Do the players want it a bigger penalty? No. Do the managers? No. Do the media? So, who's how's it happened? Who's been allowed to let that happen, Baz? It's fucking... It's an absolute madness... Uh, 59 there, 16 minutes I'm done Barry, you can have 30 seconds if you
1: want it Yeah it was just a shambles Um, The, the, the thing that stands out Was anybody Credible Anybody at all, it was absolutely unanimous Because normally you'll get one pundit Or the odd pundit here or there say no it's definitely Penn um, You know you get one that stands out But if you listen to Sky, if you listen to Talk Sport If you listen to BT Everybody, everybody was unanimous Around it and that was the thing and he had a cracking game, that referee. He is one of the best in the business. He'd absolutely yeah. nailed it up until that point. And even when they showed you the replay and they showed you going over, I felt really confident that this bloke is the one who will say no, no, don't be, don't be stupid. I couldn't believe it. But he looked at that screen, Malcolm, for about five seconds. He watched one run through, one still picture, and that was it. Decision done. There was no, no running back of anything. It was, it was all far too quick, far too rushed. Um, and you suspect they probably have. Um, realised it was an error because they took the yeah. VAR team off tonight's games. UEFA won't make a statement. I was surprised they'd done anything. UEFA, I would fully expect to just brush anything like that under the carpet. Uh, unlike Howard Webb, who likes to come out and say sorry and send letters and all of that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it was a shambles, but I'll be over it uh, by next week. We'll forget about it. Um, what. You you look last night, and obviously you understand. Other other fans of other teams will laugh their tits off about it. Um, Arsenal fans are delighted to think it's karma. Everything that goes wrong against Newcastle this year will be karma for for that. But that's also
0: kind of the problem as well, because it it's just partisan. And and if that's the case, nothing. If you're going to laugh when it happens, you can't like Liverpool and Arsenal coming out making their statements. They didn't do it properly. Like you say, they could have come out when Wolves got sawn off. Arteta could have come out and made a statement then, but he didn't.
1: And no one helps themselves. Um, that, that was the only last thing I had on it, Malcolm, was what What do fans prefer? Do you prefer? As a Liverpool fan or Arsenal fan, do you prefer Klopp or Arteta coming out and going absolutely wild, calling it cheats, it's a disgrace, there's an agenda? Or you've got O'Neill and Eddie Howe who just stay very reserved, they won't get involved in it. They let other people do the talking. And I don't know what, sometimes you just think, I wish you would just go mad. But at the yeah. same time, I think it is sort of, it's it's classy from the two of them, but at the same time, does it get them anywhere? Or do Liverpool and Arsenal then start getting things like you said, you know, you make a point of it enough, it it sticks in a referee's head. Um I don't know. Well, Daniel O'Neill said that to himself. Didn't you? He said, like,
0: I've got two options, I can carry on behaving. The way I should and the way I ask my players to behave, or I can start making a noise and see if that makes any difference because behaving yourself is getting you nowhere. Um, so the other thing, like so iFab, um, the IFAB are these weird people who make these new rules. Uh new like and even th- they've had a meeting this week and brought <laughs> out a list as long as you're on of new stupid rules, Baz. So the first one that everyone's been talking about is the Sin Bins. Um, for descent and stuff. So someone's going to have to go off for 10 minutes. But surely, like, you get fucking Roy Hodgson, Steve Bruce, I don't know, Sean Dyche, would love a sin bin. It's like, the other, you go down to 10, and all they're going to do, all right, lads, 10-minute drill. So we sit in, and we just play two banks of a five and a four. So the game's going to go to shit. Like, it's not going to make for more exciting football. You're just going to have a 10-minute drill of these dogshit managers just wanting to not attack anymore. So that's a rubbish one. And then, have you seen the new suggestion for goalkeepers time-wasting, Barry? No. This is great. So you know the old six-second rule? Yeah. Six seconds. Never been enforced, ever. Um, You've now got 10 seconds, Baz. <laughs> but if you don't get rid of it after 10 seconds, it's a corner. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's all that
1: about? Like, that's ridiculous. That's the sort of rule.
0: Like Bob would come up with. I said, Bob, make a new rule you would say, all right, Dad, five minutes later, you might hand me that on a bit of paper. Because they've said it's it's unacceptable to be time-wasting, so you give, you've give got to give the other team a chance of a goal, but a free kick is too much of a chance of a goal, so you just want to give them a bit of a sniff of a goal so they can have a corner instead. I mean, absolutely baffling, like completely. Yeah, you're right about the
1: sin bin, though. You know, you think of games where we do have sin bin. Um, ice hockey is the one that stands out. As soon as you go... Four v five. It's backs to the wall. A second, you get possession. You're up the other end of the ice, and you're just playing for time. You're just surviving for two two minutes in the ice hockey, uh and it would be exactly the same. Teams would go into survival mode for ten minutes. um It would be absolutely ridiculous, um, madness, absolute madness. Ah, so
0: there you go. We've we'll covered all of that. With, so, no, the all things, quick
1: things. Before we get to the Premier League couple of quick things, uh, we'll have to r- rush through these picks tonight because it's going to be a long one. Um, Sunday show, we, had, uh, we did have one complaint about someone saying it was a tough listen, listening to us uh, moaning for 30 minutes about everybody but Newcastle. Um, I'm pretty positive I'm, I had something good about to say about someone, I can't remember who but I must have done. Uh, and we definitely had a moan about Newcastle because I'm moaning about Pope not trying to save Sterling's effort. Um but yeah, we, we had a lot of time on our hands on Sunday to have a moan, and sometimes we are miserable bastards. Um, the other thing was the shinner, Malcolm. We had a couple of queries about the shinner, didn't we? <laughs> um, Frank Frank shouted up on um, the YouTube feed, he commented to say um, we were having a laugh with the shinner comment, and the Backless family wanted to know why why a shinner made a difference to that goal, uh, and we quite clearly acknowledged we were taking the piss with a shin, I think. That was yeah. an outstanding goal. It is goal of the season so far, so definitely tongue-in-cheek, a little bit of a, uh, a piss take, but uh, there was nothing wrong with that Gonacho goal whatsoever. So I think it's important to clear that up. It was an absolute cracker.
0: Yeah, I think if you are going to take exception to me and Baz moaning about other teams, this might not be the show for you, because it is about 78% of the content. Uh, it's about 12%, 78%, 12% slagger off Man United. Um, making bad picks. That's pretty much what what you're getting if you listen to this. So take it or leave it. Um, But we're about to fire up uh, a full weekend of Premier League picks here. Um, Underdog fantasy. um, Great way of playing alongside um, your favourite fantasy players all season. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Um, underdog picking for the weekend uh, we're going with Devon A. Chan we need him to be fit, we need him to go off so we'll be taking the higher on A. Chan. Uh rushing props at the weekend watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com sign up with a promo code SGPN underdog, double your first deposit up to $100 underdog fantasy, promo code SGPN and win bigger by betting smart this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets Sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay in the Hall of Fame Bets parlay Optimizer tool. Get hit rates broken down by a leg, and um, Expected probabilities, sort all players by hit rate, all that sort of stuff. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use code SGPN to get fifty percent off the first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Right, we fire in to Saturday. It's not Saturday lunchtime. There's no lunchtime game, Baz. What's the crack with that? Uh, well, I'm at work anyway. It Doesn't really bother me. Um, we go with three o'clock um, on Saturday, which is Arsenal taking on Wolverhampton Wanderers. Arsenal are. Burlington Birdie, 130 on, um, minus 333. The draws it 5-1, to a um, little bit of line movement, and Wolves have drifted from 8.5 out to 9-1. to one. I'm guessing that's on the back of Arsenal. Humping Lons tonight, 6-0. Uh, the bookies have nipped Arsenal in a little bit. Um, I found this really hard for a couple of reasons, Barry. Firstly, now I made these notes a few hours ago, I'm not hugely impressed by Arsenal so far this season. Um, my example being that 1-0 win at Brentford last week you know it was pretty functional they got away with it a little bit Ramsey was dodgy they won it in the last minute now they have beaten Lons tonight but that's Arsenal's MO we love that buzz at home against a shit team we did Sheffield United a few weeks ago 5-0 that's what Arsenal do and Lons it's terrible the bottom of a Farmer's league like. Um, and the other reason I found this tricky was I'm quite sweet on Wolves and that still hasn't changed Um and I do need to find a way of um, monetising Wolves at the moment because, like I said, they've been they've been sawn off more than once. Um, Arsenal are top, they've won 9-13. Defending really well, Bobby. Clean sheets in 46% of their matches this season. They've only conceded 10 in 13 games. Um, they do have two home draws in there. They were both 2-2 draws against Fulham and Tottenham. So, a couple of chinks in the armour there. Wolves only got four wins from their 13 games, but it could be seven or eight, really, given average look. Um, and I still want Wolves on my side. Obviously, this isn't necessarily the day for it. They did beat Manchester City. Um, so I wouldn't put you off Wolves at all, but it's eight to one. Um, but the, this screams goals. Arsenal have scored 2.25 goals on average over their last eight games. Uh, You can stick six more onto that tonight as well. Um, Wolves have gone 10 in a row with both teams to score. Eight of those have gone over two and a half. And four of those have gone over three and a a half. So over three and a half goals is seven to four, plus 175. Um, But I like both teams to score. It's a better price than the over two and a half. Um, It's odds against both teams to score, Barry. It's plus 105, 21 to twenty. Um, so yeah, both teams to score will be my official play But I will be having a little uh, a little snifter on Wolves at
1: 8-1 Yeah, well, I'll keep mine short because I've got all the same notes And exactly the same pick, Malcolm um, As you say, Arsenal defensively have been solid um, Especially in the last four on the bounce at home They've won them all, conceding just one game But as we know, Wolves harshly treated recently um, They are playing well and they have got that big streak where they are scoring in every game, and both teams to score is, is landing often enough. So, um, yeah, no need for me to go any further. Same as you, I, I, I handicapped this one before tonight's game. Wasn't massive on Arsenal. I was tempted with Wolves on a handicap plus one and a half. Um, that's a good result, a good positive win for Arsenal tonight. So, stay away from that. Both teams to score, same pick Arsenal v Wolves, both to score 21 to 20.
0: Okay, carry on with the 3 o'clock. o'clocks—the second of three, three PM kickoffs, uh, ten AM Eastern Time. Brentford take on Luton. Brentford nine to twenty, minus two twenty-two. The draw is seven to two, and Luton are eleven to two, plus five fifty. Barry.
1: Yeah. So this was the toughest one on the list for me. Um, I actually skipped it and came back to it about twenty minutes ago to come up with a pick. Well, not twenty minutes ago, about twenty minutes before this show started. Um, and I just think it's because the books just seem to have the prices bang on for me. I'm sort of looking at it. I fancy Brent Fett will win at home, um, but 49 is probably about the right price. There's not any value there. And then that means the handicaps aren't attractive or, or the team goals and stuff. I look for trends and overs, both to score, clean sheets, cards, corners, and just nothing jumping out at all. Obviously, we've got to make a pick on every game. If I wasn't doing a podcast where I made a pick on every game, I would steer clear of this one. Uh, but I've ended up with both teams to score, Malcolm. Um, I think Bright, uh, I think Brentford will win this. Um But Luton have only failed to score in two of their last nine. Um they are doing all right in front of goal. Um Spurs and Manu kept them out, but but everybody else they've managed to put a goal up against recently. Um so yeah, I'm gonna take Luton to get a goal. Brentford Luton, both teams to score at ten to eleven, minus one ten.
0: Barry were two for two on the team rides because both teams to score is my pick as well. And Brentford are just the most mid-table team kicking around. One four, drawn four, lost five. Um, lost the last two without scoring, although they were against Arsenal and Liverpool. They've only won two of their seven home games. As much as we think they were quite a good home side. Um, they've drawn at home to Palace and Bournemouth, if you want count the cob games. They lost to Everton at home, and they have conceded in 86% of their home games, conceding 1.57 goals. Per game. Um, Luton have only failed to score four times this season. Um, so, yeah, all of those um, things point me towards the both teams to score, uh, score Barry, 9 10, minus 1 1 1. Next up, what a belter. This one is three o'clock kickoff. Burnley against Sheffield United. Burnley are 11 to 13, minus 1 1 7. The draw is 13 5, plus 260. Sheffield United 16 to 5 plus 320. and um, this is the proverbial two bald men arguing over a comb game. Uh Burnley have got one win so far this season, and you want me to take odds on that they're going to get another one here, minus money. Absolutely fucking no chance. Um Sheffield United, no thank you very much. Um how many clean sheets have Burnley had this season, Barry?
1: I've got it in my notes here, none.
0: How many clean sheets have Sheffield United had this season, Barry? One. Oh, hey. So, Barry, I mean, it's not complicated, is it? It's another both teams to score. Neither team's kept a clean sheet. I mean, I can't do everything for you. Four to five, minus one twenty-five. Next.
1: I mean, I can get you a better price than that, Malcolm. But yeah, uh, this fixture Are you claiming a bigger wouldn't, price wouldn't wouldn't have been out of place on last week's slate, was it? Where they were all evenly matched games. This is another one. Um, two teams with just one win each all season. Um, my initial thought was if I had to go money line, I'd, I'd favour Burnley as the home side. But then you look at the price, and as you say, odds on for Burnley. Um, absolutely no way for me. So I've done exactly the same, kept it really simple. For this. I wrote down neither team have a clean sheet of their name this season. So both teams to score at close to evens just looks great value. Uh, you'll get a run for your money. I've got it at 10 to 11, Mark, and minus 110. So, yeah, a pick for me, same as you, oh, Burnley okay. v Sheffield United, both teams to score at 10-11. to 11.
0: We don't have to use Bet365 this week because they're not sponsoring us bad, so we can uh, we can shop around. Um, yeah, right, if I was going to choose the second, I think Burnley played quite well last week. They didn't get the result, but they played well, which, depending on if you're a Burnley fan, you might take that as a positive. Um, anyone else from the outside looking in, that could also be a negative that you've played well and still not won. Um, so yeah, whichever way, whichever way around you want to take that. Okay, tea time, uh, five thirty kick off twelve thirty Eastern time. Nottingham Forest take on Everton. Forest are the outsiders, here, seven to four plus one seventy five. The door's nine to four plus two twenty five. Everton favourites, eight to five plus one sixty But
1: Yeah, I mean slight, slight difference in price. It's pretty much a coin toss, isn't it? Um with the books I can see why Everton have gone favourites though. Forrest just one win in the last nine games now. Um one he's injured a game. We we talked about him coming back, might be a bit of a, a boost for them. Uh it seems he's going to be out for a while now. Even the home forms deserting them of late. So last season and you know, we talked about how how they were a different side at home. Um the Villa game was definitely an anomaly in the form line. Uh, that's their only win in six home games now. Uh, Everton, on the other hand, just one defeat in the last five in all competitions, um, or just one defeat in four in the league. The 3-0 defeat of Man United last week, I think probably flattered Man United a bit. Everton created enough to have scored in that one. Um, But you do have to take your chances, and they didn't. They're quite high on the XG for the year. I think they're the the biggest underperformers against the XG, I think, Everton. I'm sure they have an XG of around 21 and they've maybe scored 12 the difference is, is about 9 um, you really really got to be taking more of those chances um, if they're to get themselves out of the shit I think I think Everton are, are, are a better side in, in recent weeks um, so as I say not hugely surprised to see they've gone slight evens I like Everton here I, I, I like them to win it's it's not a bad price for me but I think the safer way to play it is to take Everton goals Um which is a bit strange. They are one of the lowest scoring in the league, but they did fail to score in their first three games, so that's skewed that a little bit. Um, they have been better in front of goals more recently. They've scored three or more, three times in the last eight games. Palace, Bournemouth and Brentford all conceded three to uh, to Everton. And now Forrest have conceded three in three of their last four games. Um, they've only got one clean sheet in their last nine games, Forrest. So this form for Everton have been able to score against teams lower down the league. Um and Forest are conceding regularly at the moment. So I like Everton goals. Um I could see this being something like a 2 2 or a 3-2 either way, very much like the Brighton Forest game last week. Um Forest v. Everton, team total, Everton team total over 1.5 goals is six to four plus one fifty. So that's a pick for me. Um but with Forest shipping goals plenty at, at the moment. I'll take a step up the ladder as well with Everton to score three or more at five to one. And if you want to go wild, then four or more is available at 16 to one. Three or more, five to one. Um, as I say, forest, forest or shipping goes. I, I, I don't mind that at all. So, yeah, the, the main pick is Everton team total over 1.5. Um, but I'll be climbing the ladder with uh, three or more at five to one and four or more at 16 to one.
0: It's a bit of a funny one, this, Baz, because we've kind of used similar stats, but I've dressed them up in a different way. Uh, you're saying Forrest have only won one of six at home. My stats are Forrest have only lost one of six at home. <laughs> it, it, like it's just weird, you, like, you can fit anything to your narrative if you wanted to be. Um, yeah, they've only got three wins, but they have been competitive at home. They had that two win against Villa, and one of my key stats here about is that they have scored twice in the last three home games so that's Aston Villa, Luton, and Brighton. Um, and as you just said, Everton can't score, they've got DCL. They're heavily relying on him. They don't have a goal scorer in midfield. you know. McNeil get a couple, or Inanna, De who else? Um, Everton for me, it's all over the place, but they've got more good results than bad. They played well against Man United, But i just had to pick Forrest here on the prices, Baz. Forrest are a bigger price than Everton. I don't think that can be correct. I don't think Everton are a better team than Forrest, and Forrest with a little bit of home advantage. If Forrest can score two goals here, which they have done in the last three home games, they'll win. I don't think Evan can do what you've said. So a proper crossfire here. I'll take Forest uh, seven to four plus. I've just pointed four, seven I Just to pointed you at The
1: three games where they've done exactly that, where they have scored two or more. I've just pointed you out those the games. So you're yeah, the not against
0: Everton,
1: no? Against Forest. Who,
0: yeah. What are you saying?
1: Yeah. I'm saying you're you're saying Everton can't possibly score two goals. I've just pointed you out three games where they scored three goals. In the last eight, they've, they've done it three times. They've put three past Bournemouth, Brentford, Palace.
0: and oh, there you go.
1: They're all teams in the same neck of the woods as Forest, aren't they, in terms of league position? So, yeah, not, not having that, Malcolm.
0: Regression coming. You've just talked it out. Uh, Pat has joined us. Uh, enjoyed watching the Champions League games. And Pat is complaining that he lost his bet back in Sunderland. Well, Pat. He's come to good. the wrong place. That's all I can say. You shouldn't be allowed money if you're going to back Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland lost at home to uh, relegation Funny. zone Huddersfield Town tonight, the silly bastards. Uh, so that made me laugh. Yeah, um, fully deserved. Pat's got no sympathy for you. Um, we move on to 8 o'clock kickoff Saturday night, 3pm Eastern time. A game I will be at. So I get to go to the races in the afternoon and pretend to work and then from there i get to go directly to watch newcastle take on manchester united uh, so good day here for me newcastle 19 to 20 minus 105 the draws 11 to 5 plus 275 11 to 4 sorry and man united are 13 to 5 plus 260 Newcastle had a decent week uh in principle anyway before uh, beat chelsea 4-1 and then a different type of performance in paris um in that 1-1 draw in the week the only drawback with Newcastle really here is they've only got twelve fit players still, Um, but they played Tuesday night, so they could be well rested. They get a couple of days off for the weekend, and I don't know how. Like they didn't. It's not like they ran around loads last night, especially in the last half an hour. They all just stood in the box. Like <laughs> that wouldn't take it out, you would it? I mean, I'm obviously not a, a sort of gym sports um,
1: scientist.
0: A sport. Well, well, funny enough. I have a degree in sports science, Barry, so I should probably know a little bit more. That last sentence has just told you how much time I spent in the pub compared to how much time I spent in lectures. Um, so, Manchester United, another madness tonight. Um, they've got some good players. That's what saves Man United, is that they've got some good players. Fernandes, the goal against Fulham. Uh, Garnacho again tonight, scored a good goal. But they're still an incoherent mess. They haven't drawn a game this season, right? Eight Man United wins, Barry, in the league Depends this make, season. What what they got in common? What's that? Man United have won eight games in the league. What have they got in common, those eight wins?
1: <sighs> yeah, All I'll teams be...
0: in the bottom half, Barry. All yeah, teams I'll... currently in the bottom half of the league. Um, they played four teams in the top half of the league. Barry, what happened in those four games? They got beat. They got beat. They lost all of them. Is the exact answer. The only one where it's not that way around is Crystal Palace. Who were in the bottom half. Who did beat them. Um, so they haven't beaten a team. I don't. They've come up against teams of a higher quality in Europe. They can't beat them. Bad. Um Newcastle mauled them up here last year in a very similar type of game to me. It was a TV game. It was late. It was dark. Everyone's got a bit chance to get extra drunk. Um, Newcastle. The supporters and the team are going to be wounded by what's happened on Tuesday night. And I don't think Man United is set up very well to play against Newcastle. Um, they're a little bit slow, a little bit ponderous. If you fancy Amrabat wandering around in midfield on Saturday night, he won't know what day it is. Um, you have to back Newcastle, Baz 19 to 20. I'm never confident about Newcastle, we know this. Never, ever, ever confident, apart from <laughs> I think we're, we're better than Manchester United. Um at home, we've seen it before. I think I'll take Newcastle. The other angle I like on this, Baz, is cards. Um, I like the card angle. It's going to be a big atmosphere. Like I say, the fans and players are up for it. And I like it for two reasons. Man United won't be suited to our press. Um, players like Maguire, even Onana, Dallow, um, they're going to be vulnerable. Um, Anthony Gordon, we've seen taking people on and getting them into trouble. We played Liverpool. So, com- comparison games, Barry. Liverpool, Van Dyke got sent off. Chelsea, Miss James got sent off. Arsenal, Havertz should have been sent off. And so should Bruno Gimerez. Because the second part is, I'll add Newcastle into this as well, because um, Joe Linton, Bruno, Fabian Shaw, they're all and red cards like. So this could absolutely kick off. So the book is the kind of onto it. Over five and a half red cards is five to six minus 120. But a red card in the game is four to one, Barry. Someone like Amrabat or Dalot is getting marched here, uh, 4-1 for a red card. Other than that, Newcastle win.
1: Yeah, so I started thinking about this one this morning, and and my main concern was what Newcastle have left in the tank after last night. It's, you know, physically and mentally draining a game like that, Um, and definitely the way it ended. Um, We mentioned last week, there's no doubt the starting eleven is strong enough for these games. Um, but we've literally got nothing behind them, um, and it showed last night with no substitutions made all game. There's just no options. He could have brought on Lewis Hall. Um, beyond that, you, there's nobody. Who, you know, you wouldn't want a dummy coming on in that situation, and possibly not Hall either, to be honest. Um, but at the same time, Man United have had a tough game tonight as well, um, so we shouldn't really have any excuses on that front. Although Man United have definitely got a few more options in terms, in terms of sort of bringing in some fresh legs um Which we can't do, but despite any any concerns over Newcastle's fitness, you, you've just got to stick with them. Uh, I took them against Chelsea last week. No way I could fade them here. Um, let's see. You've got to give Man United some credit for the winning run they're on in the league, but they have played the most Very weakest the, the weekend teams. Um, yeah, you, know, you can only beat what's in front of you. But I've wrote down exactly the same as you. The concern for Man United is every time they come up against a decent side, they struggle on, on every single occasion. Um they're lacking goals in the league. I find no problem scoring them in the Champions League. They just ship twice as many at the other end. Um but in the league they, they're struggling to score. It's, it's bizarre though, isn't it? They're not scoring freely in the league. You know, 3-0 against Everton was a was a standout one, really. It's the first time they've won by yeah. more than a single goal. Um, yet in the Champions League, they're scoring threes every week and still not getting getting the result. Um so yeah, if, for for me it was a pick between Newcastle to win uh, or the Newcastle team total. I, I think Newcastle will win, um, but I think there'll be goals at both ends. I don't see us winning, it, nicking it one 0 like like the Arsenal game. Um, so it's a similar price, Newcastle team total for me. Um, I, I don't mind your. I was very close to taking them just to win, but Newcastle team total over one point five at five to six is where I've gone. Uh, so Newcastle have scored two or more v Man at five to six minus one twenty.
0: Okay, so we move across to Sunday now. There's five games on Sunday. Um, this is one of those weekends after we have got Europa League um, on Thursday night. So all the Thursday night teams. Who's that? Like Brighton, Liverpool, West Ham, um, Aston Villa. All pushed back to Sunday. Uh, four games at two o'clock here, which is nine a.m. Eastern time. Bournemouth take on Aston Villa. Uh, born with twelve to five plus two forty. The draw is three to one. Aston Villa nineteen to twenty minus one hundred
1: five. Um, yeah, this 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 was one uh, I found pretty straightforward. I start with an idea in my head of what I think will happen. I look at the prices, and sometimes it just looks obvious. And and here I just find it really difficult to oppose Villa in their current form. Just one defeat in ten in all competitions now. Um, as I say, that 2-0 that was a bit unexpected against Forrest, but it's still their only defeat in, in the last 10. And they've won eight of those 10 as well, so it's not, not like they're throwing loads of draws in as well. Bournemouth uh, have improved, won three of the last four games. Two of them were against Burnley and Sheffield United, who we've talked about as being two of the worst teams in the league currently. Um, both important results for Bournemouth, m- massive in terms of giving them some breathing room at the bottom. And the win against Newcastle was definitely a solid result. Um, I just find Villa in the zone at the moment. There's the only Man City have scored more goals this season than Villa. Uh, Villa and Newcastle both scored 31 goals already. And Bournemouth conceded a rate of more than two a game anyway. So Villa, money line for me, it's close enough to evens. Villa, money line at 19 to 20 uh, looks just fine to me. So that's a pick for me. Villa to beat Bournemouth at 19 to 20.
0: Yeah, team ride, bars. I looked at this for about 10 seconds. Took Villa last week at Spurs. Um, and at 19 to 20, there's no reason to get away from it. Bournemouth have done okay. Uh, they took advantage of a couple of nice positions, which is fair enough. Um, they, they look a little bit better and they're playing well. But Villa are just about a big enough price here. Um, just short of even monies here. So I'll take Villa at the same price as you. Barry, um Darren pedaluna uh, the angel of Roslav, as he's known uh, <laughs> without Darren uh, several members of the Polish drinking party would still be there frankly uh, Darren did a quite remarkable job of getting everyone back to the hotel um, and Riley's right what's it he's had a 20 to one or a 200 to one winner Riley uh, you've sent us across we'll have to check that out in a bit um, next up Chelsea take on Brighton uh, Chelsea 7 to 10 minus 142. The draw is Burlington-Birdie, 130 plus 333. Brighton, 16-5, to 5 plus 320. And Chelsea all over the place. Um, we all thought they were back a little bit. They got that weird win at Tottenham. It's it's hard to analyse any of their games because they had that stupid win at Tottenham. Um, they then had the 4-4 draw with City. Was it good? Was it bad? Who knows? They then came up here last week and had their arse handed to them. Um but it's home. They've only won one of seven home games. Past. I didn't know that. That's a bit of a mad one. Um, goals, I think, has to be the key here. Um, they've scored 19 in the last six and conceded 14, which is insane. And then the opposition is, drum roll, Brighton. Hooray. Uh, both teams to score maintains a uh, 100% record for Brighton. Last week finished 3-2 at Forest. So nothing's putting you off there. Um both teams are scoring over two and a half or very short. There's tons of different ways to get involved in this. I was looking at goal markets, totals, handicaps. You're just trying to find the best way to factor some goals in. Um, the best price for me, Barry, to do that is a Brighton team total over one and a half. That's seven to four plus 175. I mean, Chelsea have conceded uh, four in the last uh, two games. And Reese James is missing as well. Um, Brighton score goals for fun Brighton team total over one
1: and a half, seven 7 7-4 Yeah I mean we're on similar lanes um, it, it is tricky When you're looking at the money lane Yeah because I was pretty underwhelmed with Chelsea last week After the highs of their performance against City uh, They didn't show much of that
0: They might win Baz But you can't back them at minus 142 You just fucking can't.
1: No absolutely not Um Brighton have huffed and puffed a bit lately, but obviously got back to winning ways with a 3-2 over Forrest. But as you say, goals, last three Chelsea games, 18 goals in total across the last three games. 4-1, 4-1, 4-4. Um, now, now the Brighton trends for both teams to score had continued. They had dropped off with the the over two and 3.5s and and for a while, but they come back last week with a 3-2 win against Forest. And I think it's just a game and two sides where it's got all the hallmarks of a, of a potential goal fest. Um, Brighton still don't have a clean sheet. Chelsea have conceded nine in their last three games, as you said. Um, so I'll take the over three and a half, Malcolm. Different way of playing it. Um, but Chelsea-Brighton, team total, over uh, match total, over 3.5 goals uh, at 11-8, to 8, plus
0: 137 for me. It's a nice price that, Baz. I like it. Um Still two o'clock kick here. Liverpool take on Fulham. Liverpool one to four minus four hundred. The draw is eleven to two plus five fifty. Fulham all the way out at eight to one. Barry.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean Liverpool at Anfield are, are just um, so consistent at the moment. Still won every home game. They still scored at least two in every game at Anfield, and they've won every one of them by two or more goals as well. Um, Fulham against when they've played decent sides recently, they've been losing by two or more each time. So Spurs beat them by a couple of goals, Villa beat them by a couple, um, Chelsea beat them by at least a couple. Um, so I do like Liverpool on the handicap, but but I found the price a little bit prohibitive. It's four to six minus 150 for Liverpool to win by two or more. Um, I'd be fine with adding me, me Akas or anything like that, but um. Little bit short as a pick, but another trend that fits the same narrative here um, is Liverpool scoring three or more. They've done it in seven of nine home games so far this season, and I can get them to repeat that here at five to six minus 120. Um, which is I'm happier with that price than the um, the Liverpool handicap at, at minus 150. Fulham haven't had a clean sheet in nine games now. Um so I'm happy with Liverpool running out comfortable winners here and scoring at least three in the process. So Liverpool they Fulham, Liverpool team total over two point five at five to six.
0: Um, yeah, obviously I'm doing the same thing. This is the only really short price favourite on the card here um, at one to four. So you're, you're dancing around trying to factor something in. Um, that Liverpool home form one six out of six only where Sam have scored. Um, at. Anfield this season. Now, I watched Fulham on Monday. They did score three, but uh, it was two penalties and Alex Iwobi, who normally couldn't hit uh, a cow's ass with a banjo. Um, I just don't like Fulham. They're still rolling out Jimenez up front, who now looks like scoring or oh, that other big lump, Carlos Vinicius. Um, Liverpool went to nil. It's just a bit of a system play, and it's a good price, Baz. I mean, let's see, we we probably looked at the same seven or eight markets here, trying to how best to factor Liverpool in. You found a nice five to six play. I found a six to five one yeah. So plus 120, Liverpool to win to nil Um is that one. Next is the penultimate game on the card. Still two o'clock, West Ham take on Crystal Palace. West Ham even money. The draw is five to two, plus 250. And Palace are 14 to five, plus 280. West Ham sitting in ninth um, They've had back-to-back wins without playing very well They touched off Forest 3-2 at home And then um, two late goals at Burnley last week And the the form really is quite unpredictable, West Ham And I know the fans have been twisting a little bit But I think that's just what West Ham fans do um, Palace, however, are struggling And their fans aren't happy with what's going on there They've had one win in the last five Which was against Burnley uh, they lost at Luton, uh, they've had a home defeat against Everton 2-0-0 draws with Forrest and Fulham um, They're just not scoring any goals and now Eze is missing again um, West Ham have scored two goals in the last three games Barry, if West Ham score two goals again that's enough to win this because Palace can't score two goals Um even money, I think West Ham will score twice um, and they'll just win the game West Ham at even money please
1: we're on. Uh, we're in sync tonight, Malcolm. Um, you know I mean? Yeah, I, I, yeah. You've covered most of it, really. West Ham—they they bounced back a little bit. Having had a little bit of a slump, but it is mainly about the fact Palace just aren't very good. Uh, I took them over Luton last week and was let down by them. And I've just one win in six now and four defeats in the last six. Um, Burnley—the only victory as well. Um, we thought a couple of weeks ago, Elise and Ezee returning might give them a bit of a boost. It didn't. Um, and as you say, he is now going to be missing again. Um, just it, it just looks easy enough for me. They, they, I thought about just taking West Ham on the money line. The only doubt for me there was, although the form line looks good recently, those last two wins, Burnley and Forest, both came very, very late on. Um, so they aren't winning games easily necessarily. Um, but I agree with you, they can score two or more goals here. So exactly the same pick: West Ham v Palace. West Ham team total over 1.5 at evens is there uh, is where I've gone. Um, Malcolm's just disconnected, so I'll uh, move us uh, on to Man City v Spurs. Malcolm is our next game. You'll have the uh, the prices lined up there.
0: Oh, well, I've got them. Yeah, Baz. Uh, Man City one to three minus three thirty-three. Uh, the draw is five to one. Tottenham are 17-2, plus 7.50. Close us out with a winner, Baz.
1: Yeah, so this game could be absolutely anything. Um, Spurs now on a three-game losing streak. Conceded eight in those three games. Uh, And we feared for Spurs a little bit. Once they lost Van der Ven to injury and Romero for a three-game ban, Um, we thought there'd be some regression, and that's proved to be the case. And now they're coming to the Etihad, where City have just dropped... Points for the first time in about 12 months with a 1 1 against Liverpool. Um, neither team are keeping many clean sheets. Uh, we know the Spurs defence is, is patched up now. Um City will be disappointed with it. Two points from the Chelsea Liverpool games. They've created enough in each of those games to have taken more. Um, I think they'll they'll do enough here. It, it's it's clear, isn't it? Poster Koglu isn't going to change his style. Um despite the change in personnel. Um, and I think that's a bit of a problem. I mean, they didn't start to recognise centre-half last week, did they? They four full-backs in defence, um, with Davies and Emerson Royal playing centre-backs. Center I don't know if you're going to get away with that. Well, they didn't get away with it in the last few games, and I'm not sure they'll get away with it here either. The books clearly think this is City's game to lose. The handicap's too short. If you're taking City to win by two or more, um, City goals, you need to push to sort of three to get close to evens. And I think if you're doing that here, yeah, you might as well just go for the match total over three and a half. It's a slightly bigger price. Because um, I don't expect City to keep a clean sheet. We've seen Chelsea put four past them. Leipzig put two past them tonight. Um, but City still managed to keep up with those two sides. Um So Spurs... I think we'll score. Spurs game's hitting both teams to score in overs in all of the last three. So there's plenty of form on both sides to suggest goals Yeah, I'm just going to go with the uh, over three and a half goals, Malgamit. Five to six, minus 120. Um,
0: um, yeah, we are in sync, Baz. Um, I've I've got the same pick, but I've judged it up a bit, Baz, because I'm a bit better than you. Um, for all the same reasons. Like, And a big part of that is, as you've said, Poster has got no intention of change in his system, which is either admirable or stupid. Um I can't decide which one it is. Um but with the over three and a half goals, Barry, nine to ten, City are gonna win, on this, surely? City I
1: think so, yeah. Yeah. i, I mean so, I'm I'm thinking a three one City four one. Like right?
0: three one I mean three one's a reasonable the- City could score millions here. I mean they scored thirteen and three before the Liverpool game. Um they put three past Leipzig since um, Benton Kerr is another injury for Tottenham. I don't know which difference he would make, but that over three and a half goals by your pick. But I'm taking tagging uh, City to win on, and that moves the price to 13 to 10 plus 130. So just gets it into plus money because I can't see another outcome. Like, um, I think if you lose one, you lose the other one, so you might as well boost the price up. Um, so yeah, that'll be my pick. Uh, I'll write yours down. I've got those bars and that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the 10 games uh, in the hutch. Uh, fancy stuff, Barry.
1: Yep, Malcolm's gone again. But yes, I have got some fancy stuff, as usual. Uh, I'll kick off Malcolm with my uh, goal scorer. I like goals in the Forest Everton game. Unlike you, I think Everton will get goals. So I've got a slightly into Everton in that way. I've gone for Dominic Calvert Lewin, 12 to 5 anytime. Just looks a good price. Uh, plus 240. Um so I'm going with Dominic Calvert Lewin, 12 to 5 to score any time and six to one for first scorer in the Everton V forest v Everton game. Um underdog. Uh, I got to the end and thought I've not noticed a single underdog tonight where I've thought, really fancy that. Um nothing jumped off the page in terms of underdogs at all. So I'm going to take a chance on Brighton to beat. Chelsea, 16-5. Uh, I just think it's a closer match than the books have got it. Um, Brighton haven't won many games lately, so it's a doubt. But as I say, not, nothing really stood out. But the underdog pick for me this week is, is Brighton to beat Chelsea, 16-5. And I'll finish off When we treble, Malcolm. I've moved away from the team totals. I'm sick of getting let down by one goal every week at the moment. Um, I've gone for match totals this week. And I think there's a bit of a theme this week in, in terms of all of our picks. We've gone for lots of both teams to score and team totals and, and goals. So we're, we're both thinking there's lots of goals around these games. So I went for a treble, Forest v Everton, Bournemouth v Villa and Chelsea v Brighton. All to go over 2.5 goals. Comes in in around just short of 3-1, to 1, uh, plus
0: 3.70. I mean, we, we did point out past last week the, the system plays we talked about going through the whole card and both teams to score hit seven and nine. The over two and a half hit seven and nine. Oh, well, and then sorry, that was before F- Fulham Wolves. Uh, so eight of ten. Both teams to score and over two and a half goals hit eight of ten. And I think we've um, we've tried to ride that trend uh, so far tonight. I've got two dogs, Baz. The first one was Nottingham Forest. I can't believe Nottingham Forest is home to Everton. I cannot believe Everton are a shorter price. That's insane. Um, so Underdogs, it's Basically,
1: it's basically you pick them. Sorry. They're not an underdog, though, are they? let's be honest. They're both 7-4, to 4. they're the same price.
0: They're not, Baz, oh. I'm looking at 2.75 and 2.6. Which one's bigger, Baz?
1: It's just a pick-em, that, Malcolm.
0: No, it's not, though, is it? Because if it was a pick him, the numbers would be the same, but the numbers are different, Barry. Do you understand? Not enough. If I put a tenner on each, Baz, who would I get more back on?
1: By the weekend... Everton will go off. That's not yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, point you're off. talking yeah, about. Yeah. Fucking Can't mystic you man,
0: you're looking into the future. Yeah, crystal ball away, you fucking idiot. Um, what's going on? So, so yeah, shut up. Forest, and we're having a bit of wolves as well, Barry. Seventeen to two or eight to one, sorry. Uh we are fancy wolves. Arsenal are getting one soon. Uh they're horrible. Um, anytime goal scorer is my mate. Uh Liverpool are gonna score tons, aren't they? Therefore, Darwin Darwin is he. Oh, he's got to get on the score sheet. You might score loads, Baz, actually. Um, four to one, first and last, eleven to ten, anytime. Goal scorer, netbuster, Darwin Nunes. And for a treble, Barry, I never win. I'm wasting everyone's time. We know this. Three teams, all roundabout even money. They were considerably better than their opposition. So I'm going to take a treble on Newcastle, Aston Villa, and West Ham. Um, that price is round about 13 to 2. It's plus 660. If you're over the pun, Newcastle Villa, West Ham is my waste of time parley. Um, And I think that's it, Barry. Anything else you want to tell us about?
1: No, I'm off to finish cooking dinner for tomorrow. I've got to go finish the kids' kids' lunch off, haven't I?
0: You've got to go and sort that out, Baz, haven't you? I had, um, I had a free pasty and a free sandwich on me Greg's up today. I was living the dream. I've got a chicken tikka masala baguette and a... Cheese and onion pasty so I was I'm trying to be a bit
1: healthier in the run up to Christmas I'm keeping off the drink No drinking at home until Christmas Um And I'm trying to Cook a bit more healthier So I've had a chilli con corny tonight, Malcolm um, And I've got a big pan of it So I'll be taking chilli con corny and rice To work tomorrow for my lunch as well
0: um, no, I no Actually break. I know it's time to go But I've got one other thing to tell you The IT department sticks her laptop under my face the other day And says, have a look at this, is this a scam? i had a look. It's an invitation from Newcastle United for her and her mate to go to the Rooftops Terrace on Saturday for the Man United game. Now, the Rooftops Terrace, for this game particularly, it's, uh, it's about £750 plus VAT per person to go for your ticket for the match you go up in the lift. Rooftops, as you suggest, it's right at the very top of the stadium. There's private chefs in there, much booze as you can drink. Um, and it's not a scam at all, Barry. Her and her mate organised their works Christmas party last year, St James's. So they must still have them on the mailing list. So they've just invited her and her crony. So then, I I was expecting her to say, oh, then, well, who do you want to take? Like, you know, I'll I'll invite, I might invite Barry, I'll invite Big Dom, I might take me dad, something like that. Um, She says, what do you mean, me and Christina, going, Like, sorry? Her, so her and her stupid mate, Going to the game They've no interest in it Either of them And they're both going to the game On Saturday They've filled their boots On the 800 quid tickets Probably have one cocktail each I, I mean, what do you think of that, Baz?
1: That's a shambles I can't get a ticket for Saturday either I could have been up there And living, yeah. the, living yeah. the life of Riley I'll, I'll pass that on, Barry yeah. uh, Thoroughly
0: selfish um, So there you go Right, thank you very much, Baz um, Don't forget to like, rate, review Send your Spotify wrapped in If our name's on it because uh, someone's going to win a tit-for-tat or something. Um, and I think that's about it. We'll be back on probably Sunday night, Baz, because there's a full programme of Premier League games on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, so no time to rest. We'll pile up some winners this weekend and then we'll fire some bullets next midweek is exactly what we'll do. Um, thanks everyone who joined us. We very much appreciate it. Uh, be your friend, tell a friend, pick some winners um, and we will see you. Down the road, cheers.